helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Welcome. My name is Melissa Waggett, and I am the co-host of the Life Transformation Show hosted by Michael Hart. I'm so happy that you've decided to join us again today. I look forward to being with you throughout today's show. In Psalm 4.8, we find the verse that says, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. For many of us out there, this verse unfortunately doesn't ring true. Maybe you go to sleep and as you lay down and you drift off to sleep, you're You feel like you wake up moments later with a weight on your chest, unable to move. Maybe you feel like someone's in the room with you. Maybe you've experienced that that time where you want to open your eyes and you just can't. You're trying to scream out for help and your mouth won't open. Maybe in your, your dreams, you're pleading to God for safety and for rest, but it's as though the words can't leave your lips and you're paralyzed in your bed. If you've experienced any of these sensations and have been scared, concerned or worried or frankly wondering what is going on with you. I encourage you to today listen to today's show where we'll be exploring this topic and asking the question, are you being attacked by demons in your sleep? I assure you we will answer this question fully, so stay tuned as we explore this topic this morning. If you want to find out more about Elam Counseling Services, I encourage you to go to our website at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. Or you can call us toll-free at 1-877-544-3546. We also want to remind you about our upcoming healing retreat on June 7th to 9th at Providence Point in Lanark County. We'll be talking about it a little bit more later in the show, so stay tuned. And last, I also want to remind our listeners, if you have missed a previous episode of the Life Transformation Show, they are all up on YouTube for your listening pleasure. So you can go to YouTube and search for Elam Counseling Services and all our past episodes can be found there. I also encourage you while you are on our YouTube page to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. So for our faithful listeners, you know who's with me in studio this morning. It is none other than Michael Hart. He is an award-winning psychotherapist and the director of Elam Counseling Services. And Michael, this is quite the topic that you've brought to us this morning. Are demons attacking me in in my sleep? This is quite the headline. Such a very important topic, Melissa, because there are many people who are being tormented at night. And I, I talk to clients who, for sometimes for over 20 years, they have been having symptoms similar to this, and they live with a sense of guilt, feeling that they must have done something wrong to allow them to be tormented by this kind of demonic, what they consider to be demo- demonic oppression at night. So I think this topic is going to shed light on 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 this subject in a way that is going to bring freedom to a lot of people. So stay tuned. Don't change your dial. Don't go anywhere because we're going to be discussing this topic in a way that's going to be so enlightening to many people. And I've seen many clients who come to me in torment and frustration and fear. After a few sessions, they leave relieved and overjoyed because of some of the things that we are going to be talking about on this show today. And and the the inspiration for the show actually came from an email that you received 
talking about someone who is experiencing it this, themselves. I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about what this person um, expressed to you. Yes. So I, I'm going to, to change the name. Let us say this person, uh, Susie, it's a female. And she wrote this email asking for help. And she talked about this recurring sensation that she's have, she is having. And it's a long email. It was quite a long email, a quite a plea for help. So I've just taken a few bullet points from the email that captures what she what she's going through. So she talks about this. She She's asleep and she have this, she, she wakes up to the sensation of an evil presence in her room. She says that she can see the shape of a scary looking figure. And she tried to pray, but she can't move her mouth. She tried to get up, but she can't move any part of her body. She just has to lie there. And she said, I lie there in the presence of this demon, helpless to do anything. She says, at times I feel like the demon is sitting on my chest. This been and that it has been happening for over 20 years. And in her plea for help, she says, why doesn't God set me free? She said, I've had pastors pray over me. I have people come over and pray over my house. But this continues to happen. I am being tormented by the, am I being tormented by demons or am I going crazy? So when Susie asks you that, what is your answer? Is she being tormented by demons? Or is she going crazy? I would yeah. say the answer to both of those questions is no, she's not. Because uh, what what is happening to Susie is something that is very common to a lot of people. Statistics show that about 40% of the population have experienced at least one episode of something that is similar to that. I know I have experienced it, and I know many other people who have had at least one episode of this experience. And about 8% of the population have this recurring episode that Susie has been having over and over and over. And it's a condition that is called sleep paralysis. And uh, sleep paralysis is considered to be a condition in which a person becomes stuck in the process of waking up. So they're in this in this fifth stage of sleep that's called REM sleep, and they're in the process of waking up or falling asleep. It's a state where dreams usually take place, and their mind, for some reason. Uh, is awake, but their body hasn't gotten the signal that they're awake. So they're paralyzed, as the name suggests, like their bodies, their, the body can't move, but the mind is awake. And so in that state, that state of half sleep, they're, they're subject to hallucination because the amygdala of the brain sends fierce signals to the mind that say, ah, oh, you are, you are being held down, you are stuck, you're trying to move, you can't move, something bad must be happening. And so people give a meaning to that. And people who are spiritual will think in terms of demons and so they will they will hallucinate about demonic entities in the room or seeing shadowy figures and people who are not religious will see things like intruders or people who believe in aliens will see alien presence in the room so it, it all depends on your worldview people people's brain try to come up with a reason to explain this occurrence where the the mind is 
is awake or, or half awake, but the body is unable to move. And so about 8% uh, have this reoccurrence like Susie. And there's actually an article in the psych journal, the psych database that was published in 2003 that's, that's called Sleep Paralysis and the Structure of Waking Nightmare Hallucinations. So it's actually calling these kind of nightmares waking nightmares. And I'm just quoting a section here of the book and it says, quote, sleep paralysis entails a period of paralysis upon waking or falling asleep and is often accompanied by terrifying hallucinations and it, uh, uh, unquote and the article goes on to talk about uh, other experiences where the person might have uh, people might have uh, thoughts of intruders physical assaults or jerking of the body but unable to fully be awake so you've painted quite the picture there and and again i think the reassuring thing for people out there is it's not demonic possession. You're not going crazy. There's a name for it right. in sleep paralysis. Yes. And, and so, Melissa, I think it, it's important for us to realize that when we go into this place of fear, where we start thinking it's demonic, then we set up ourselves for deception of the enemy because the enemy will use this natural occurrence and will build fear in your mind and build torment, where now you you start doubting your salvation, you start feeling as if you must have sinned in some way. The Bible talks about the devil being the accuser of the brethren, and all of these things happen because of a misunderstanding as to what is really happening. So how long does this normally last? For most people, it, it lasts anywhere from a few minutes, or I'm sorry, a few seconds for some people, to as long as six minutes. And uh, this has been dated back there, records of sleep paralysis going back to the 10th century. So this has been recorded for quite a long time. So I, I think a lot of people are relieved when they start finding out that this is not just me. It is happening to a lot of people and even very spiritual people that it has happened to. And it has nothing to do with demonic entities. And so for believers, I would like to, to challenge you to think that if this is happening to you, uh, why would God allow a believer to be that affected by demons. Like you're not involved in, I'm assuming that as a believer, you're not involved in witchcraft or any occult practices. Why would God give demons so much control over you that for many years you are tormented over and over and over again? It just doesn't happen because the Bible tells us that we are, we are set free and that God Jesus is the head of principalities and power. So if you're if you're under the head, then there is no reason to think that demons could have so much control over you that night after night you would be held down and terrified by demonic forces. And as I said, that verse off the top in Psalm 4-8 where it's that restful sleep that yeah. that is promised to us. So what actually is causing sleep paralysis or maybe makes us more prone? I know you spoke to some of the the neurologic things happening with REM sleep and sort of being in and out of wakefulness. But is there things or activities that make us more prone to being in this waking nightmare state? Yes, I think there are a number of things that can play into that. Uh, uh, 
number one is if you're not getting enough sleep, if there is sleep deprivation or insomnia, people who, who struggle with insomnia often find that their brain gets stuck in this realm sleep pattern where or their body gets stuck in realm sleep where they're they're alert mentally, they're thinking or, or half alert, but they can't move. Also, people who have irregular sleep patterns, if you are on shift work, if you're a shift worker, you, you're likely to have this kind of situation happening to you as well because of the, the, the disrupted sleep patterns, especially if you have shifts that change from time to time. People who work with shift, people who have jet lag also experience sleep paralysis. So I've heard people say, which has happened to once or twice, I don't understand, I go to this strange country and there must be demonic entities there because it happened to me in in my hotel room in this strange country that I went to. But it's not necessarily the case. It could just be that because you're you're jet lag or you you have gone through so many... Uh, hours in in flight that this becomes uh, that your sleep pattern is thrown off and you're more prone to sleep paralysis. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Show. If you missed the first half of today's show, I encourage you to go to our YouTube channel at youtube.com. Search for Elam Counseling Services. This week we are talking about are you being attacked by demons while you sleep? If you want to find out more about Elam Counseling Services, I encourage you to go to our website at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. Or you can always call us toll-free at 1-877-544-3546. So, Michael, you're in the middle of describing the situations that make us more prone to sleep paralysis. I'm wondering if there's anything else that kind of makes us more at risk yes, for this. There's also this condition that's called narcolepsy, and it's a long-term condition that people have where they have this uncontrollable uh, impulse or it, uh, fall asleep uh, at any time during the day. They just, regardless of where they are, this, this disorder causes them to just fall asleep. So people who have narcolepsy also has this tendency to have sleep paralysis as well. So if you have a history of narcolepsy, you could be having that. Another thing too is if some types of medication, if you have recently changed your medication or or you're you're on some kind of a psychotic medication and some depress, the depression medication as well can sometimes causes uh, changes in in how you sleep and in how your brain uh, goes through the REM cycle. And so, if you are, if you have just recently changed medication or you are on medication, that could be one of the cause for sleep paralysis as well. What about positions of sleep? Yes, there have been studies that show that people who sleep on their back tend to have tend to have more incidence of sleep paralysis. So that's that's and also too, they say that there's some types of mental illness. If a person uh, has bipolar, uh, sometimes they can have in it. There's a correlation between bipolar and sleep paralysis as well. So you've painted a good picture, I think, thus far of what sleep paralysis is and what makes us predisposed to it. But how can we actually prevent sleep paralysis? Because as this study described it, 
Yes. It's sometimes a waking nightmare. Yes, it is a waking nightmare. And one of the things that makes this even more frightening for a lot of people is that it has been happening for several generations. So I know people will say, uh, you know, I've spoken to people from some cultures where there is voodoo uh, is very uh, common in the culture. And they will say, someone has placed a curse on my family. And it's a generational curse because it's been happening for three generations. My grandmother had it, my mother had it, and now I am having it. And so they they think it's a demonic spirit that attacks a family at night. But what psychological studies have shown is that sleep paralysis is also hereditary. So if you have a family member uh, who, who has sleep paralysis, you will probably have it as well. And so it's important if you're having this, you don't go to this demonic uh, generational curse route, but you think about it as something that's hereditary. So what do you do if you're having sleep paralysis? I think that was your mm-hmm. question. Like, what are the some? So I think one of the first thing you can do is to realize that it's not demonic. Because just realize, add a different meaning to what is happening to you, because your mind is very powerful. So if you go to sleep in fear, thinking that I'm going to sleep tonight and that demon might come again and hold me down and I am not going to get up, be able to get up, then guess what? You're most likely to trigger something in your brain to make this happen. But if you go to bed with the thought, this is just a medical condition. I am stuck in realm sleep. I am in that dream state, but my my mind is half awake, but my body can't move. And now I know I've heard what Michael says and I've read the literature online tons of literature online about this by the way and so just changing that perception can help because now you're not prone to anxiety going to sleep you're less likely to have it now if you're having it you're less likely to panic and to attach demonic meaning to what is happening to you some of my clients after i have taken them through this treatment they say they just sleep through they they just relax while they're in this state for a few minutes and then they come out of it praising god because they are no longer afraid. They use the time to praise and to relax instead of fighting to try to get up and feel as if they're being, they're being held down. It's so freeing knowing that cause. It really changes that perspective, as you, as you say. What other things can we do to prevent sleep paralysis? It's important to, to develop good bedtime routine. I think a lot of people go to bed watching the latest horror movie, you know, and they go to bed in this heightened state watching horror movies or other, you know, shows in which people are being been been killed or you know something that really excites the brain and then they go to sleep and guess what these things are most likely to be replayed in your dream or to come up in your in in your sleep paralysis so i would say get a good a, a good bedtime routine go to bed reading the scripture go to bed meditating on the word of god plan how you're going to come out of your sleep. Start telling yourself that I am going to wake up praising God. And if I if I wake up half asleep, if I can't move, I'm going to be praising God. And if you go to bed in that kind of a mindset, you're more likely not to have this sleep paralysis and you're more likely not to attach the same kind of distressing emotions and meaning to what is happening to you. 
can can things we eat and drink affect this too? Because I, I often think of those those stories where people tell, oh my gosh, it must have been that crazy spicy food I ate before bed, or I ate that big meal, my dreams were just wild. Is that something that's seen or is that just sort of... Yes, that's actually one of the things to avoid as well. If you eat just before bedtime or if you have caffeine or you, you're you drinking alcohol, then these things can interrupt with the way your, your brain goes through the realm, the sleep cycles, and can become stuck in the realm, the fifth stage of sleep, the realm sleep, where you're experiencing, you're likely to experience sleep paralysis. So avoid having this kind of uh, situation happen where you're eating big meals late at night or you're drinking or having caffeine before bedtime. Just changing things like that can make a big difference in your life. Anything else we can do? It's also important to to get regular exercise because exercise actually prepares your body to get deeper and more meaningful rest. And so sometimes because of the, the, the state of, of that our body is in, the anxious state, exercise also help us to secrete uh, our body's own feel-good hormones, endorphins that cause us to feel more at peace with ourselves and more at peace in the world. So if you exercise, it's more, it's less likely that you're going to get into that state where you, you are having this sleep paralysis. So what was just a caution there about exercise is that if you're going to be exercising, make sure that it's it's not within four hours of your bedtime because if you do, then that could also make it likely that you're you are not resting as deep as you could because after shortly after exercise our body's in this hyper state where where we are more energized and so it's more likely that you won't be able to have the type of sleep that you want if you're exercising. So with the time we have left, um, I'm just wondering your perspective or if you can sort of r- wrap this up here. I th- what I've heard clearly through through this show is sleep paralysis is a medical condition. It has nothing to do with demons. Yes. But I find we've talked about it in this show on and off and just being Christian and spiritual. There is this recognition of the spiritual realm and the physical realm. Mm-hmm. So... Again, I think in this case, you've really outlined the difference. But are there other things you do in your practice that help people really determine, is it a demon? Is it medical? How do you break that down? Right. So I think if you're going to be discontrolled by demons where they're keeping you awake at night and they're interrupting you you uh, night after night for many years, then you must be involved in some kind of occult practices. So there's an occult questionnaire that I take clients through when they come in and they report any kind of demonic activities or spiritual activities and I ask these questions and if the answer is no, 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 no to everything, then it means that they have not given uh, demonic entities this kind of control over their lives because for demons to have this level of control over you, you must be doing something to 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 open that door. And no, it can't be because in some generation, f- five generations ago, someone did that. No, you have to give that permission. And so if you're a believer, 
and you're living for God. And no believer is perfect. I'm not talking about a perfect believer. You are a believer and you believe in God. Then there is no reason, absolutely no biblical reason for you to think that demons could have this kind of control over you to be oppressing you night after night after night like that. The Bible also tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear but of love and of power and of a sound mind. And I think sometimes when we go into this place of fear, we open up ourselves for demonic oppression because the thoughts itself, there's no there's no demonic power in what is happening to you, but the meaning that you give to it. If you become stuck on that meaning, then you give those things power over. It's like idols in the Old Testament. The idols themselves are just wood, wooden objects. Baal is, is a wooden object. But these things take on significance because of the meaning that people, people, uh, gave to, to these objects and symbol. So today I'm challenging you. If you have these, uh, these these things things happening in your life where you you wake up feeling as if you can't move and you want to pray and you can't pray and you can't get up realize that it's it's sleep paralysis you are not being attacked by demon and so in one final thing here that if you have tried these things that I have talked about and you're still having it then you might need to go and see your doctor your medical doctor about this because it could be because of some balance in your brain, the way your brain is functioning, but it can be cured. So don't go living in fear that you're being oppressed and possessed by demons. I've learned so much in this topic, Michael, and um, thank you for sharing it. With the time we have left, I know you wanted to give the listeners a little bit of an update about the upcoming healing retreat what people can expect, and how they can get their name Absolutely. on that list. Absolutely. First of all, I would like to remind the listeners that this podcast is already on our YouTube channel. So if you just type in ELM Counseling on YouTube, you will see this podcast and you can listen to it. I'd also like to remind you that you can support us to be able to continue being on the air by making a donation to this ministry uh, by going to our website or at our crowdfunding platform at patreon.com slash Elim Counseling. And so with regards to retreat, Melissa, I would like to remind listeners that we already have half the spots full. We are taking 14 people to this retreat retreat in Lanark on the 7th to the 9th of June. And there's there are there is seven more spots remaining and the spots are filling up quickly. Uh, people are calling because word is getting around Ottawa of the profound changes that can take place at these retreats. We are the only retreat center in Ottawa or the surrounding areas that have uh, people who are trained in both psychology and spirituality. And I think a weekend in which you're immersed in someone with someone who understands both sides can be a very profound weekend. So if you'd like to attend this retreat, give us a call at one 544 3546 or go to our website at elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E L I M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. And as Michael said, get your name on that list because space is filling up fast. And so until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services and Melissa Waggett, praying together that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind 
and pure in heart.